Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Monday, March 16th, and this is your FT News Briefing. After three weeks of chaotic drops in global stock markets, largely because of the spread of the coronavirus, the Federal Reserve stepped in on Sunday evening with tools it hasn't used since the financial crisis. If this set of actions doesn't actually work, what next? Plus, travel bans meant to stem the spread of the illness have forced the world's airports to cut costs. And one industrials group is asking for a premium on the sale of its hand sanitizer unit. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. The Federal Reserve cut interest rates to zero before markets opened on Sunday night. It also joined forces with other central banks, all in a bid to prevent a severe economic downturn caused by the coronavirus pandemic. The FT's Jillian Tett has more. Well, what the Fed did on Sunday afternoon was to throw almost everything it had at the problem. On the one hand, it cut its policy rate by a percentage point to zero, which is a level not seen since 2015. It announced a whole series of dramatic actions to support financial markets, including a $700 billion asset purchase program, of which $500 billion will be for treasuries, another $200 billion for mortgage-backed securities. It announced it would get involved in the repo market to an even greater degree. It unveiled dollar swap lines with foreign banks to make sure the dollars keep flowing around the global economy and the financial system. And it also unveiled a credit facility for commercial banks to try and help households and businesses which are under stress. And we should know we're, we're talking quite late on Sunday where early morning trading in Asia has opened. How was this massive package received? Just after the Fed came out with its dramatic announcement, Donald Trump declared that he was delighted and surprised. Unfortunately, the stock markets didn't quite behave the way that either Trump or the Fed would have expected because they immediately sank in terms of the futures, which certainly suggested that some people are concerned about two things. One is the fact the Fed's taking this dramatic action shows just how concerned it is about the state of the financial system and how strongly it feels it needs to take action to keep the financial system running smoothly. But secondly, there's some concern that if this set of actions doesn't actually work, what next? Is this going to leave the Fed completely out of ammunition or not? And then, of course, there's still a stream of bad news coming out about the coronavirus and the sense of mounting panic. These are deeply volatile times. We've seen just last week that the stock market can go up dramatically, fall dramatically, then go back up again dramatically. But perhaps the one thing that's very clear from the events this weekend is that firstly, the Federal Reserve is deeply concerned about what's happening now and prodded into dramatic action as a result. But secondly, it's going to take a very long time before investors start to feel confident, let alone calm again. Travel and tourism is already one of the sectors that's been hit hardest by the outbreak. Here's Jay Powell on a conference call with reporters last night. Like others, we expect that the illness and the measures now being put in place to stem its spread will have a significant effect on economic activity in the near term. Those in travel, tourism, and hospitality industries are already seeing a sharp drop in business. A number of travel bans have come into effect in recent days as governments attempt to contain the outbreak. The U.S. banned all non-citizens from traveling from European countries. That was expanded to the U.K. and Ireland over the weekend. 
Yesterday, Germany said it would be closing its borders with neighboring countries. Other countries are imposing additional travel restrictions, too. These restrictions have sent the airline industry into crisis, but they're starting to take a toll on the airports, too. Joe Miller is our Frankfurt correspondent. He has more on how the city's international airport and other hubs are faring. It's really quite an amazing scene. Frankfurt Airport is one of the big European hubs for the Star Alliance Group. That's the group that includes Lufthansa and United and Singapore Airlines. It's got this massive atrium where the din of passengers from around the world is really almost overwhelming. I walked in there on Friday morning and the most dominant sound was one of the sort of split flat departure board changing over. And you could hear that from 300 meters away, really. And it was almost deserted. Frankfurt Airport's been suffering for quite a while because it's essentially the gateway in Central Europe or Western Europe to East Asia and to the US. In total, roughly around 30,000 flights have already been cancelled just by Lufthansa. They're having to ground about two-thirds of their fleet. And this has had a massive knock-on effect on this airport. There's been 80,000 fewer passengers coming through its doors each day. Each passenger brings in profits for the owner's fraport of about 10 to 14 euros. And so if you extrapolate those numbers, that means that fraport, the owners are losing roughly 7.8 million euros a week in lost earnings. And Joe, what does this mean in person for the people who are actually working in these airports? So there's actually a gigantic ecosystem within Frankfurt Airport, just like there is with many other airports around the world, that survives on travelers coming through, and in particular on Chinese travelers, and particularly those that are passing through Europe on their way back home, picking up goods that maybe aren't available in mainland China. And there are other airports around the world that are similarly hit, Singapore, things in Dubai International Airport, there are entire terminals that are essentially empty and shops with just people standing behind the counters, idly checking their phones and zero customers, really. Oh, and then, so Joe, what does this all mean for for these big air travel hubs? It's unclear how much longer many airports can go on with uh, this reduction in traffic. And we've seen, for example, in Italy, which is obviously one of the hardest hit countries and in almost complete shutdown, that Rome is closing one of its terminals. We know that Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris is considering doing the same. And it doesn't seem beyond the realms of possibility that we might just see airports around the world closing all or part of their operations with massive knock-on effects for, for staff and businesses that work in them. And it might be one of the most sought-after substances on the planet right now. Hand sanitizer. And one French industrials group is looking to get a premium on its division that makes the stuff. Air Liquide is selling the unit of its company that makes alcohol-based hand rubs, hospital disinfectants, and industrial cleaning products. It's called Schuckel. Hand sanitizers, of course, have become a hot commodity as people try to disinfect on the go and try to keep from catching and spreading germs. Air Liquide started the sale of Schuckel last year. It had initially been expected to fetch about 1 billion euros. Now, because of the coronavirus, Air Liquide is asking would-be buyers to offer a higher sum. This is according to people familiar with the situation. The premium is less linked to the sudden uptick in demand for the product. It's more about an expectation that once the pandemic subsides, consumers and companies will be more conscious of hygiene. But bidders, including several private equity firms, are being cautious. One potential buyer said they don't want to overpay for a business whose product is the, quote, flavor of the month. Air Liquide 
declined to comment. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.